Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, man. It's Behind the Bastards, a podcast about the worst people in all of history. That sometimes, boy, there's a lot of books that I have to read for this podcast, and that that is exhausting. So every now and then, we like to do a little bitty episode that is easier, because I don't have to read a book. <laughs> I just have to read a book. But in this case, I get to read it live to my friends, Katie Stoll and Cody Johnston. Some more slash even more news multiverse Mm-hmm. Which is a lot like the Marvel multiverse, and that Chris Evans is heavily involved in both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same. They're part mm-hmm. of the same universe. Part of the same universe. That's right. Cody, you are famously playing She-Hulk uh, in mm-hmm. in a new series of movies. Um, mm-hmm. And Katie, a lot of people don't know this. Iron Man's mm-hmm. stunt double. Yep. In, in all of the, the original Iron Man movies. <laughs> For the last right. 20 years. Yeah, the last 20 years, that's right. Um, hey, Sorry that, it, that dried up for you. Yeah, it does. It, it is a shame that it's there's okay. no more Iron Man roles, but I have a feeling we're all going to do fine in this new career we have in which we're going to be reading a, a very special book by Rush Limbaugh titled Rush Revere and the Brave Pilgrims. <laughs> Wait, so... <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, fuck you, man. Hold on. Yeah. When you when you show me this book, I didn't realize he wrote it. Oh, I mean, I thought allegedly it was just like some bizarre either. like fan fiction that you no. got on like. This is, 
No, look at this. Look at this cover. What? I want you to look what at this fucking cover. Stare so into it. It looks it, like what, a romance novel, uh, kind of. It, kind but of. between it, it this person does. and their horse. Yeah, it's yeah. you've got it's like, like a, a big-headed caricature drawing of Rush Limbaugh in colonial garb and his horse. And I know because I've read a couple Rush reviews of this, that's his sidekick. He's a talking horse. Um, oh, boy. Is this uh, the name the plot of these stories, as far as I have learned from reviews, I haven't read the book yet, but I've read some reviews, is that uh, Rush Revere is like <laughs> a is like a, a history teacher at a public school, and he goes back in time to teach kids the history of the United States of America. Oh, this isn't fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are number one New York Times bestselling books. And one of the what? things there's a lot. You that, liar. You, why yeah. you lie. Like what that. I hate about them is that they're they're really quality printing jobs. Like people talked about that in the reviews, but like, no, like, look at this. Look at this. like well, beautiful you know, illustrations. Oh, and sorry, on yeah, the, photos. And like stuff. these are this. It's a did really he, well do the photos? put together book. Well, he hired love a, love a book hired that feels someone. nice, but a good feeling book. Like I hate all of the resources that clearly went into making this very well put together book on an aesthetic level. And then look at this fucking back cover. Like, <laughs> oh, it's like Rush Limbaugh, an actual picture of him, like standing and smiling. I mean, we need just, to also wearing clarify. A leather jacket? He looks like a substitute yeah, he's wearing yeah. he's wearing a fucking leather. jacket. He looks like the substitute teacher who like comes in in a leather jacket with a helmet and like tells you he's ridden a motorcycle to work. But then like later in the day, one of the kids makes fun of his name and he just like slaps the kid. Mm, yeah, and then you have to yeah. have like a meeting with the principal about how it's, he's not going to be allowed to be a substitute teacher. To borrow teacher. a phrase from Cody, it's very weekend dad. It's very yeah. weekend dad yeah. vibe. Yeah, and then I think the thing that we have um, failed to to describe for our listeners is that the cover, the Paul Revere and the horse, it is Rush Limbaugh's face on Paul Revere's body, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, it certainly is. Yes, yeah, there's it, no it's, doubting it's that. That um, cherub-like face with a, a jaunty pilgrim hat and yes. his talking horse, apparently. <laughs> New York Times bestseller, eh? So I got this in the mail. I did not purchase this book. I, I got this in the mail with this card, which is covered in a bunch of obscure runes and a drawing of Cthulhu. Um, and inside the card, I'm going to read this. It's from Kimberly and Thor. My husband and I are huge fans of the show. We have learned so much and also died inside from how shitty humanity can be. We were at a thrift store recently and saw this book amongst the hardback copies of individual books and knew it was perfect for you and the gang. Um, and then she says the author's note had me in stitches. So I feel like we have to start with that author's mm -hmm. note. And yeah. First off, Kimberly and Thor... I want to. I want to thank you. Um, I nailed it. I, nailed it. So it. thoughtful. We haven't even read the book with yet, the and I know you nailed it with the I, hammer of Thor. I, I might instead stay, of saying thank you, say for thank you, mm, like a, yeah, like a mix a little... of fuck you and thank you. For thank I think you is, is for thank you. Yeah. Um, interestingly, so this is in the Brave Pilgrims. Okay, so we've got. It starts off. We've got a, a a drawing of the Mayflower that, as far as I can tell, is is pretty pretty and a pretty accurate drawing it's got like a legend it's got like yeah. little notes it's, that that uh, seems fine uh, right. a note from the author we live in the greatest country on earth the united states of america but what makes it so great why do some call the united states a miracle how did we become such a tremendous country in such a short period of time i'm gonna answer that for you russian the answer is genocide <laughs> several genocides one, one of which was an enslaving genocide yeah 
Um, so that's good, but he does not, he says, instead of after that saying genocide, he says, after all, the United States is less than 250 years old. I want to try and help you understand what American exceptionalism and greatness oh is all about. It does not mean that me, we Americans are better than anyone else. It does it not means mean that, that we think we're better than everyone else. <laughs> that, is, that is literally what we says, because he's like, it doesn't mean that there's anything different to us as human beings or that we've never faced problems. American exceptionalism and greatness means that America is special because it is what? different from all other countries. What in the history. fuck? That's the it's same different. Thing. It's you're no coding. It's you're not saying the same. It's not special because we're inherently better. We're just different in a way that's exceptional. We're and that's words. not saying that we're better. We're just like, exceptionally yeah, like special, different. We're exceptionally. It's like a special difference that is like above everybody. So like, like we're not better. We're it. just more exceptional. The, the Roman Empire <laughs> practiced chattel slavery on a massive scale, and the Mongolians carried out a series of horrific genocides in order to colonize large areas of land. But those are different than what the United States did because the people spoke different languages. Oh. See, they were speaking like Latin and whatever uh, uh, it, Mongolian. No, 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 we did it. We did that stuff when we sp while speaking English, which means it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's good that it we did it. So much more. That's sense what now. makes us special. Is mm -hmm. that we spoke English? The words, the words well, that we use, were the words that we same use meanings were of the words, more or less. But yeah, absolutely the same meanings, but different words, different yeah, different sounds. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. all that matters. Yeah. So I'm going to continue with Rush here. It oh is a God. land built on true freedom and individual liberty, and it defends both around the world. So there's another. I have notes on this one as well. <laughs> um, I might refer people to our episodes on the CIA or on Henry Kissinger and sure. all of the different times that the United States. But Rush was a big fan of all of the democracies we overthrew because they were they were generally left wing. Um, I don't know. This is the, what's what's kind of one of the things I read when I was prepping for this was a Chicago Tribune review of this book, um, which I might pull up for a second. But basically, the author was like, yeah, Rush Limbaugh is like a right wing ideologue, but the book's actually fine. It doesn't have, you know, much that's objectionable and the history is OK. And it's like a pretty good children's book. And like as soon as reading it, <laughs> yeah. what, what I think is dangerous about this is that Rush is obviously doing this to groom children, right? Like, that's the reason you write a book like this, is to, like, uh, oh, groom children with your... Oh, but I thought the left your... was full of groomers. Well, we could talk about the age of women that Rush Limbaugh tend to do approach, mm -hmm. but um, he's attempting to, like, inculcate kids with his ideas, and he's doing it, I think, pretty intelligently. And the fact that a guy who I think is probably more or less disinterested at the Chicago Tribune could read this and be like, well, this isn't very political, is evidence of how politicized to the right our history education yes. is. Because, like, one of the things that guy... I have to bring up the Chicago Tribune article because there's a quote from it uh, that is, I think, like, emblematic of kind of the some of the things that most Americans just tend to kind of like accept as red and and uh, that I found kind of like unsettling. Um, here's the exact line. Russia's political viewpoint certainly shows up, but less than you might expect. He even defines American exceptionalism in a matter unlikely to offend Rachel Maddow, <laughs> which I uh, guess you might be right because no, she might not be offended, right. but yeah. also yeah, she just she, she just not. made a statement about how she likes hanging out with Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Again, I, there's a lot to say did about. She? I missed that. Yeah, yeah. She loves running into him. He's he they're all nice people career. to they're each other. Nice people to each other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, which is for all of his flaws, one of the things I like about I'll always like about John Stewart is he he does not pretend to like people like Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, why would you? Yeah, but but anyway, I, mean, I know why they would. Why they? Because it's too. good for money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they're all basically whatever, whatever. Uh. As as the <laughs> anyway, um, the role of the United States is to encourage individuals to be the best that they can be, to try to improve their lives, to reach their goals, and make their dreams come true. In most parts of the world, dreams never become more than dreams. In the United States, they become true every day. Oh, there are please. so. I had a friend with a dream of dying. Well, it was a nightmare, but it was a nightmare of dying from lack of of affordable insulin. And then they did. Mm-hmm. That's a dream, a nightmare that came true. Does that could think Cody, that, that couldn't have happened. Do you think that would have happened in Denmark? Do you think people are dying from lack of insulin in Denmark? No, I Absolutely. think that dream no, not, not sir, that is a dream no, that will sir. not come true in Denmark. Those are those are specifically American dreams, right that there. That is my an friend. American dream, baby. That is the exceptional American dream. I, I well, mean, it's like, getting shot. Other, like places in I mean, the world. Katie, I know you like poetry. You must have read "A Dream Deferred" by Langston Hughes, which yes. is a poet about how dreams only come true in America. Yeah, if I'm remembering it properly. Yeah, that's pro- that's exactly right, Robert. You that's got that's that right. what Langston was getting on about. <laughs> We are a page into this book. We are um, even past the foreword. No, I, this is a note from the author. Foreword <laughs> oh, okay. is kind of gauche. I hope that I hope it talks about like his other yeah. titles. Like uh, I was thinking about like Limbal Revere, Paul <laughs> Paul Paul Rush Beer. Honestly, a lot of options. But. I I would completely change my opinion on this book if he'd had the courage uh-huh. to call his character Limbal Revere. If he had the Limbal. To yeah, do that. if it had the limbal to the do it. Limbals, yes. <laughs> the limbals. Wow, that was a lot of hits right in a row there. Wow, <laughs> All right, I'm going to continue. The sad reality is that since the beginning of time, most citizens of the world have not been free. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder some sort of <laughs> where they weren't free. Well, which yeah, places in the world have had like unfree people in them? Is he? Are you going to elaborate on the ways in which people weren't free in your book? Mm-mm. No, I don't think they're going to, Katie. Oh, okay. Uh, for well, hundreds shoot. and thousands of years, many people in other civilizations and countries were <laughs> servants ours. to their kings, <laughs> leaders, and governments. Now, I guess it's true that the first four of the five first presidents being slaveholders means they didn't have servants; they had slaves. And he does not—he does not list slaves on here. So mm. maybe that's. I the would point love he's to making. do like a search uh, find, like yeah, upload this to like a yeah. PDF, and then I'm like, sure there's a Kindle version, but I'm not going to pay for it. Why? Would um, you? We're reading this again. I have to say, like, as, already paid as, for it. as an <laughs> author, a very well printed book. I hate how high quality the printing of this book is. Yeah. Um, well, because it's like also like, are the pages aged, or is that just like what it looks like? No, no, no. That's just what it looks like. It's they did a, a pretty nice for like what a year kid's was book, this published? Um, it's very recent because I can as a conservative like kid when I was like nine or ten, I can imagine having getting this book from a family member or something. And like 2013, 2014. Okay. Because um, there's two books in this. And this, this, this is a collection. It's a, an oh, anthology, the anthology of the first I two see. Rush Revere novels. Oh, 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 how nice for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about the people who for <laughs> so, thousands of sorry. years were sir. <laughs> if you look up the, the Adventures of Rush Revere, the category is adventure series. <laughs> 
gather children and you. Sh- I love this idea of like, oh, I need a new adventure novel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By yeah. Rush Limbaugh. I mean, there's like, there's like, he got through like seven of these before I'm he finally. I'm looking at it now. He's got a croaked. lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're talking about the people who, for thousands of years, were servants to their kings, leaders, and government. It didn't matter how hard these people worked to improve their lives because their lives were not their own. Imagine that! (laughs) What a horror! They often feared for their lives and could not get out from under a ruling class no matter how hard they tried. I can't with this guy. Yes. This is the beginning. Inconceivable to an American living in bondage to a ruling class that responds with violence anytime you try to get out from under them. Something we can't comprehend here. Just an unfathomable situation. Mm -hmm. Is this still the author's note? Yes, Yes. this is still the author's note. We're, We're barely making it sentence by sentence. Many of these people lived and continue to live in extreme poverty with no clean water, limited food, and none of the luxuries that we often take for granted. Many citizens in the world were punished, sometimes severely, for having their own ideas, beliefs, and hopes for a better future. The United States of America is unique because it is the exception to all this. Shut the fuck up! Our country is the first country (laughs) ever to be founded on the principle that all human beings are created as free people. The founders of this phenomenal country believed that all people were born to be free as individuals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just circling back to what you've already Rush. mentioned. But <laughs> this article, a pretty accurate description, the f- author's note is completely false. It's all mm-hmm. li- it's all lies. It's, it's, it's an adventure it's, tale. It's, but it's Katie. these are also he is what what he's doing successfully here is he is reframing his specific line of of right-wing bullshit which most centrists dislike. Rush Limbaugh is not a guy who had a big a, a listenership of centrists. And he's reframing it in a way that is very familiar to anyone who had an American grade school education and thus is like pretty inoffensive. Um, because people are kind of used to hearing it written this way. Like, I can see how people who are not regular Limber, uh, listeners of the Rush Limbaugh show could read the... I don't think any of them would buy it, because I, I, what I will say, and this kind of mitigates the danger of this book, the only people who are going to see Rush Limbaugh on a book's cover and buy it for their kids are right-wingers. But I can see how some, like, kind of centrist book reviewer could read this and be like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Because, like, he's not... He's he's saying like he's saying well, what is what is the party is line, right? <laughs> yes. Well, and it's just like this is yeah, it's 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 cool. It's cool that he's 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 doing this. Um <laughs> uh yeah, I I I mean uh, then there's also there's some like weird Thatcherite here stuff here. America is a place where the individual person serves himself and his family, not the king or ruling class or government, which is like Margaret Thatcher's big thing is like we don't have a society. There's no such thing as society. There are individuals and there are families, right? And this is like a very central conservative idea, in part because conservatism rests heavily on the atomization of the individual from other individuals. And like the best way to do that is to separate people into this false idea of a nuclear family. That's like the building block of civilization, as opposed to communities of people like engaging with each other for mutual benefit with and support, which is like what, what, where things actually happen. But if you get everyone atomized into this, like, no, you, you and your family are plotting, like plot looking, thinking, because what he talks about here, when people have the freedom to look for a better future, what he means is that you as an individual have a freedom to try and earn a better future for your family. But you as a person who is part of a collective, as part of a class, don't have any, like that is not part of the conservative vision 
vision of freedom, which is part of why like they love shit like the suburbs, because when you live in the fucking burbs, you are inherently separated from yeah, people yeah. who don't live there. Right. Like you're atomized. That's anyway, I mean, even in the suburbs, you're on a smaller, like a smaller level. Yeah. You're separated from all your neighbors, too. Yeah. 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 Um, this book on the pilgrims is part of the great tale of how the United States came to be. The pilgrims came to our shores more than a century and a half before our country was established in 1776. But their reasons for coming to the New World helped to sow the seeds of our nation. The story of the pilgrims and their arrival in the New World has been taught for hundreds of years. And in that time, the story has been tweaked and changed by people to the point that it is often misunderstood. <laughs> I want you to know the real story. Okay. Oh, boy. I bet you do um, not. Yeah. And I bet all of our listeners want to know the real story, but you know what they want to listen to more? Huh. Ads for these products and services. Now, an adventure through products. An adventure through products and services. Our primary sponsor for this week uh, is my favorite sponsor, which is the organization with the plot to nuke the Great Lakes region, which I I think we can all agree Mm. is a noble endeavor. Just get rid of them. Just get rid of those lakes. Or... Make the world... Make them into one lake. Make them into one lake. Whatever you do, just nuke them, you know? Yeah. Nuke the Great Lakes. Or don't. Anyway, here's our sponsors. (laughs) Or don't. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild minigames. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums, delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches, unique playing pieces, and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how lucky we were to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. 
All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash behind. That's mintmobile.com slash behind. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash behind. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower, above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. We're back. Sophie hates it when we talk about Nuke in the Great Lakes. That's because she thinks that all of the brave men on the Edmund Fitzgerald deserve to die. Sophie. Wow. wow. Yeah, Sophie. Wow. She's, nodding, say about she's that. nodding along. Wow. Wow. That's Big not, it's, to, be, to be fair, that's not the worst thing Robert's accused me of. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, eh, all right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, wow. So I, I was just praising the construction of this book, and most of like the illustrations are pretty well put in. This one, this one is not. This, <laughs> this one's not great. I, I love it. I'm looking. I'm, it's, so I'm, it's it is a very crude Photoshop of like a ruddy faced pill addict Rush Limbaugh's head on a colonial body. It's jib jab. It's a jib jab. It's, it's jib jab. It's from jib jab. And um, his head's here's bigger the than the body. Part. He's got a look, little map, and it says it's listing out like the Northeast Coast. It's got like Newfoundland, Cape Cod, New England, Virginia. But instead of spelling Plymouth right, I want you to see. Cody, can you read out how he spelled Plymouth? Or can you see? It's all reversed uh, wait, on the wait, thing. What the hell? I'll, I'll read it. It's it. all going to be reversed on the thing. Plymouth. P-L-I-M-O-T-H. Wait, no, fuck Plymouth? you. Wait. Yeah. Plymouth. Yeah. Why did he, he spell it Plymouth? Oh, buddy. Because nobody Red cared <laughs> that much about the facts. They wanted to make this look enticing to kids. And I think it I does. That, Again, it's a colorful photo, book. But the, so the, yeah, the, the that's just shit. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Nobody read it and cared. Yeah. Uh, the, the no, I mean, it was a New York Times bestseller. These were all number one on the bestseller list when they dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody cares. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> I mean, they, they, we'll they hope. <laughs> yeah. We'll hope. I mean, they're like, well, I mean, I can't speak for this book. I don't know the details. But a lot of these books, especially somebody like Rush Limbaugh, will buy them in bulk. Yes, uh, yes. Rush, Rush so that they get on that it, New York Times. It, it is so unclear. I mean, again, Rush was on every day when I was a kid. So, like, a lot of people worshipped this dude. 2013 and 14 is a little bit past his his best of date, but he was still influential. I mean, I, I don't really know. I can't, I, I obviously, because of things like that, because of how, like, effective the right is at gaming the New York Times bestseller list, I cannot tell you how actually influential these books were. But, I mean, I... I just as a kid who 
listened to him almost every day for years and years, I do feel like there's a pretty decent chance there's a lot of kids who were like, because if you were nine or 10 back when this book came out, you're 18 or 19 right now. We got to yeah, have yeah, some yeah. listeners that have read these books. Have actually, because it's I, like I, for I, middle schoolers and stuff. So like yeah, yeah, like, I'm, they, I'm put, they put like them in school libraries. 10 to 12, 13, 14 maybe is yeah. kind of like the age for this. Maybe like nine to 12, something like that. But I kind of suspect there's a lot of like gro- graper types who encountered these books when they were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, got but we'll see. Got we'll see. Uh, um. I mean, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to find the because uh, they have usually the New York Times on their bestseller list. They have a little icon next mm-hmm. to books on the list to indicate if a lot of them have been bought in bulk because they know yeah. that that's one of the one of the. Uh, they probably didn't have that there. back then. Um, they probably didn't have it back then. I yeah. do need to. I need to note real quick. Sorry, the jib jab photo of him inside the book that you showed us. Yeah. Uh, the exp- the face the face of him, uh, and you can confirm this for me if you could. Uh, it's the same photo from the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, his head yeah um and it's the same head from the second and third book cover as well mm-hmm. yeah i think uh, they just keep this, sticking it, the same head same expression on. and they just plop it on uh which is yeah inconsequential Fun. but you know just yeah a specific it's a uh, detail yeah. so the the book opens with our character rush revere on the deck of the mayflower like vomiting over the side or trying not to vomit he's like sick and queasy mm. he's just teleported to the year 1620 and only been on the boat a little while i tell you um, when i think of rush limba i assume he's vomiting i'm also <laughs> he also makes me nauseous, I do, so it I is i have to say that is the only believable way to introduce a story <laughs> with rush limba as the main like, character i buy it historically yeah. accurate i'm in now the best way, the most the, the most believable way for this to open is if he starts off vomiting, then guzzles down another three or four oxys and starts weekly masturbating to like a forty year old Sports Illustrated magazine. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really the intro to Rush I that I believe the most. Well, we'll yeah. see what happens next. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was not my first encounter with someone from the past. Although I was feeling extremely queasy, I tipped my hat and introduced myself while trying not to fall over. I'm not a saint or a separate. The guy has asked him, like, we should throw all you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm Rush Revere, I said. I'm a history teacher from the 21st century. I've come to the 24th century. Blimey, you're mad. The whole lot of you. You oh think I God. care if you make oh. it to New England? The sailor laughed. So this is a sailor who doesn't care about the people who are on the Mayflower because they're all religious extremists, which... Yeah, I guess fair. Um, so okay, he pukes on this guy. <laughs> I the know guy this is for middle schoolers. Threatens and to, like, He probably didn't even write it, but that's yeah. really terrible. Well, it's all terrible. So he pukes <laughs> on this sailor, and the sailor threatens to beat him up, and so he runs to his horse, who is named Liberty, for help. Now, Cody, I know you have a lot of questions. The book's about to answer them. Oh, now look, I know what you're thinking. What's a horse doing on the deck of a Mayflower in the middle of a storm tossed yeah. sea? Good question. The truth is, my liberty is no ordinary horse. All right. And then we, I actually we was wondering that. I'm going to be honest. The, the surf and stuff, yada, yada, yada. The guy's threatening. Okay. So th- this dude is coming after him and he finds his horse. And his horse says, I hope you can fly. And oh, okay. Oh, yes. Wait, liberty the horse can says talk. That? 
Yes. Oh, yes. Liberty can talk, writes Rush. I told you he wasn't an ordinary horse. Before Mm. the man could even turn around to see who had spoken, Liberty kicked his hind legs and sent the sailor sailing high into the eye. And then he fell uh, into the air and then he fell into a web of nets. Perfect shot, Liberty said. You appeared in the nick of time, I said, starting to feel sick again. Leaping into the Mayflower in the middle of a storm wasn't my idea, Liberty said, speaking very fast. Yes, I can leap to different times in American history, but I'm not the... Okay, so the horse is the time traveling device. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, look, he's at least getting to the point here. Yeah, he's also very hungry, which I'm not going to read all of. The, that's apparently the thing that's funny is that he no, always, no the horse. The, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, this is the uh, first hungry for book. pills. This is the first book. Yes, Cody. I know, like it's you know it's customary recommend. It's a good idea to like start in the middle of your action. You know, like there's it, and like. This is a really bad way to start this book series. It is. So one of the things we learned here is the horse, as because he gets so sick, takes him back to modern day America. So there's there's for medicine. Well, in order to travel through time, the horse has to say a catchphrase. There's two different ones. I think there's the the, to get back to the modern time, it has to say rush, rush, rushing from history. And then I'm guessing to history is the other way it works. That's a reasonable guess. Yeah, that's the prologue. Now we're in chapter one, where he's back at his job as a high school or middle school Just or whatever like, teacher. Yeah, whatever. yeah, middle school. Yep, yep. Um, the school bell rings, yada, yada. Principal Sherman also comes into the class. Um, oh, boy, I wonder if Sherman's going to be the bad guy because Sherman beat the Confederacy. <laughs> I, I don't oh. know. We'll see if this principal winds up sucking. Um, Pin oh in that one. The principal of Manchester Middle School was not a small man. If the door frame were any smaller, the principal would have to duck his head and twist his way into the classroom. I stood outside in the hallway as the door closed, but watched and heard what was happening through the door's small window. (laughs) Attention, everyone. Please take your seats, said the principal with authority. He stood at the front of the classroom, hands at his sides, while his eyes scanned the desks and chairs. I have an important announcement. The room went silent. It was apparent that the Principal Sherman did not tolerate disrespect. I have some unfortunate news, he said. Your teacher, Miss Borrington, needed some extra time away from the academy to help care for a sick family member. In the the academy? Nobody calls a middle school the academy. The academy. Um, Okay, whatever. Anyway, he's introducing his substance. We had health insurance, and if nurses were covered, uh, she wouldn't have to take time off from school. Also, doesn't doesn't Rush not think people should take time off and would would want this teacher's pay docked and stuff? He does not explain this. He just calls it a middle school. But the fact that he says it's an academy and the principal announces that they have only the best teachers here, I think this is a, a fancy private school for rich kids. Yeah, only the best teachers. Yes, only the very best of teachers. Um, say so the exceptional teachers, I would say, actually, an exceptional school. Oh wow! So there's more exceptional than others. There's like a whole diatribe in here about the name Rush and how it's not a weird name. Um, so he comes in and he like writes his name yes. on the school board uh, or on the chalkboard before I even ha- and then like a girl raises her hand after he writes his name on the chalkboard before I had a chance to even call on her. She asked, "Your first name is Rush? That's weird. And why are you dressed like?" That, she said. I could tell that this student was all business. If there were a pecking order in this class, she would probably be at the top of the food chain. I all looked business? at my seating chart and replied, Thank you, Elizabeth. Do you go by Liz? She rolled her eyes and nearly grunted. No, unlike some people, I have a real name. It's Elizabeth. It's a lovely name if you like four syllables, I said, right, winking. If you must know, my real name is Rusty, but when I was your age, my favorite class was history. In fact, I found myself rushing to history class every day I had it. Oh, I would rush from my home, rush down the street, and rush through school until I was sitting Boy, at my he desk. told her. Eventually, I bet he's my cool teacher now. started calling me Russian. It stuck. 
Is this a true story from his no, life? No, that's not no, his, his name actual. Is Rush. No. His <laughs> given name is Rush. Yes, that's his actual given Rush name. Rush Hudson Limbaugh. Yes. That's his fucking Wait, his name. his middle name's Hudson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that that's, yeah. The third. Rush Hudson mm-hmm. Limbaugh the third. Yes. Rusty. Oh, Fuck boy. you, Rush. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that, it's fucking unbelievable. Like, ab- first off, absolutely not. That's <laughs> nobody's backstory. Like, um, just like it. You're like, doing like, boy, you guys were so horrified I, when I, I would said, say, that- <laughs> well, I, you know, Katie, I thought you were trying to slander the number one achievement in American <laughs> artistic history, the film Hudson Hawk, which I will no, not stand never. for I on won't, my podcast. Uh, no, 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 no. Bruce Willis's greatest, nay, only contribution to civilization, the film Hudson Hawk. Um, mm. We're talking, we're, I'm mm-hmm. going to let it slide, but. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, watch Hudson Hawk, people. Um, great film. So, yeah, he then explains why he's dressed. Apparently, he's dressed, obviously, the way he's dressed in the Jim Jab (laughs) clip art on the cover as, like, a colonial dude. So he explains that. Um, can you, anyone guess who I'm dressed as? Students raise their hands. They guess George Washington. Good guess, but no. However, I am dressed as someone who fought in the same Revolutionary War as George Washington, and they assuredly knew each other. Are you Thomas Jefferson? Asked another student. Sure. No. However, another good guess. Yada yada yada. Uh, da, da, da. He's Paul they just Revere. Ne- right? They keep He's saying more Revere. white men because they can't tell the difference. Yes, yes, it's fucking Paul Revere. Um, so he has he has fucking interactions with these school children, which boy, we just don't need to talk about that. Um, okay, then he brings his horse into class. Uh, Liberty. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, how do you get the horse? Don't I, I don't think we're ever going to explain how he got the horse. I'm sure at some point we're going to learn where the horse came from. Um, but yeah, he introduces but it'll be his like, horse We'll learn class. it through like somebody asking where'd you get the horse and he'll explain it. <laughs> and that'll mm-hmm. be that. Uh, all the girls, are, all the kids you are scared of the horse. You can bring a horse to school? Except for a girl named mm-hmm. Freedom. Well, I did, I did once go to a school where kids rode their for horses to school. Yeah. Um, but that was... It was for a nowhere. bit. Yeah, it was for a bit. What? What? <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's move past this school section because, boy, we just don't need... This goes on for pages. They're just talking. Get to the history. About, what yeah, the heck? We don't, we don't need any of this. Um, so, Jesus God. Uh, okay, finally, <laughs> finally, uh, he takes a bunch of kids with him into the past. Uh, yeah, they go rush, rush, rushing to Did history. Uh, parents and, sign and a permission horse. slip for that. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't think about that. I think all. I think actually, I assume all children and their parents consent to go back in time if the teacher can time travel. If asked. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That that actually does seem fair. <laughs> the trip More through like the time the tragic school bus, right? <laughs> oh, boy. guys. Huh? No, uh-huh. thank God we're cutting that. Can't, no, we're just we're just canceling <laughs> for that one. Um, the trip through the time portal was like jumping through a hoop. Instantaneously, we landed in Holland. I quickly surveyed the geography and discovered we were in a field not far from the Dutch port of Delfshaven. Thankfully, we were alone. Why, so yada, he doesn't yada, yada. get to decide where he's going. He just <laughs> hops size, on right? the horse and then like pops over to somewhere sometime. Yeah, he's in fucking. I guess Holland. Because that's where the they they set off from. The he's looking for pilgrim, well Puritans, 
Um, right. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. right. Okay. Right. Oh, good. Sure. And now he's whitewashing the Puritans. This is great. Um, the woman turned in my direction, but didn't stop walking. She stared at me as if I were some strange animal at a zoo. She quickly replied, if you're looking for Puritans, you found us. <laughs> these, the Puritans? I had always imagined the pilgrims as, uh, in clothing that was black, white, and gray. However, these people wore clothing that was dyed every color of the rainbow. A yellow shirt, blue breeches, green stockings, a red dress, a purple knitted stocking cap. I was sorely mistaken to think that I knew what the pilgrims wore every day. It was time to get my class involved. Class, I said, these are the real pilgrims. I pointed the lens of my smartphone towards the large group that had gathered. I guess they're watching it through his phone or some shit. I'm sorry. He is not taking into account how irresponsible this is to just all of these children in a different time. I mean, you could drastically change the the events of history. I mean, that would be the best case scenario, right? If they somehow got these people killed and so they didn't colonize the Northeast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give them, give them a few more years to, to get ready. Um, all right, so we're learning about the fucking pilgrims, and boy, I just do not want to. No, um, no, no. I abs- absolutely do not want to, because I know there's some weird socialism shaming coming uh, in the part about the actual colony in, uh, 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 that they make. In, yeah, so let's, let's, let's skip forward to that a bit here. Um, boy, this, this has been like 10 pages of him talking about how cool the P- Puritans are. Um, because they separated from the Church of England um, and how they, they really just loved liberty as opposed to being weird religious extremists who wanted to be able to oppress people without being uh, having to live under anyone else's rules. Um, anyway, I guess it makes sense that he would want to whitewash them for that, right? Um, yeah. So he travels back into the present, into the classroom, to talk to the kids about what they've learned. And then Principal Sherman walks in. Um, Uh yeah, and it's, it's, it's a whole thing. Uh, um, the principal demands an explanation because he's heard some weird shit. Uh, an explanation, I stalled. Well, yes, of course. I realized that Principal Sherman would eventually find a yellow wooden shoe outside the classroom window. So I began. We were discussing the pilgrims and how they left England to escape religious persecution and settled in Holland along their journey to the New World. I brought a wooden Dutch shoe from my trip to the Netherlands as a bit of show and tell, and Principal Sherman interrupted me and said, pointing, you mean like the one that's broken and splintered on the floor here? I had forgotten about that one. Yes, and apparently wooden shoes are not very sturdy. Principal Sherman walked over to the window and saw the second shoe lying on the grass near a big oak tree. And yet that one looks just fine. I joined him at the window and said, um, okay, so this is all very boring. Boring. Um, it's very boring. Yeah, it's very boring and bad. Uh, da, 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 okay. Wow. When do, it's, when it's do, we, taking, get the, when do we get to the fireworks fest? There is, yeah, where's there the are, good stuff? <laughs> there's surprisingly more random classroom bullshit and discussion of Puritans in here than there is actual narrative action going on. Why? Um, yeah. I was told this was an adventure series. Yeah. Where's the uh, adventure? I'm, I'm not getting... Oh, okay, but we. it looks like we're going to get some explanation here. So he has this kid, Tommy, who's like the little shit in the class, um, starts like bagging on him for his horse. Um, and yeah, okay. So, do, do, do. Um, okay. Here's him explaining. This is the explanation for how the horse can travel through time. 
It appears that lightning oh, good, may good. have struck Liberty and created a supernatural oh. phenomenon or a time portal that thrust him forward in time to our day. The electrical properties that charged through his body and the vortex that sent him to the future changed him physically and mentally. He can not only talk and disappear, but he's also, I paused, trying to formulate the right words. Freedom finished my sentence and said, a time machine. <laughs> what? Tommy said, confused. Did I miss something? Did you just say time machine? He's more like a time portal, I said to clarify. He has the ability to momentarily open a time door anywhere in history. Well, more specifically, anything that touches American history. Tommy started laughing. Okay, this is a joke. I'm on to you. This is some re TV sh uh, reality TV show called The Biggest Bozo Who Believes in <laughs> Right? Where are the cameras? That's Tommy right, Tommy. started looking around the room. He then looked back at Freedom and back at me. Both of us were dead serious. You believe this guy? Tommy asked Freedom, sticking his thumb out at wait me. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. What? I thought the horse was named Liberty. The horse yeah. is Liberty. Freedom is the girl in the class who likes Rush Limbaugh. Oh my God. I'm so con fucking confused. Come on. Oh, you didn't catch that, Cody? What the You didn't fuck? catch that? You None didn't of catch us that? caught that. None of oh, us yeah. Know. But maybe I skipped ahead a little much. But yes, Freedom is the girl who's immediately on board oh. for all of his, his weird ass bullshit. What? That's great. Fuck, man. Cody, it's called you can't just, subtext. Like, do that to me. It's called subtext, <laughs> I don't okay? Think it is. Cody, I know I that don't you don't it's called you are you aren't Jesus. you aren't uh, you aren't an author like me, so you don't understand the complexities of literature. But when you oh want to say that a character is good, you name her Liberty and then people or freedom, I forget which. But either way, people know they're a good guy. I see. Do you or, see? It's subliminal. It's sub oh. exactly, exactly. It's like um, it's like I don't know. If I say it's like Nietzsche, enough people probably haven't read Nietzsche that they'll just assume that I'm not lying. So it I'm is just like say it. it's like Nietzsche. Yeah. Uh, um, no, it's yeah. like uh, you fucking name your character Shepherd or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You name your character Shepherd uh because he's hot and he fucks like a stallion that's mm -hmm. that that's why you would do that as an author he's very wooly mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know it's probably time for another ad break it is. Let's, just, sure is. let's just do let's just Freedom. do that get the fuck out of here rush mm -hmm. the evidence keeps pouring in at this point the facts are undeniable it's an open and shut case monopoly go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild minigames. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums. Delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches. Unique playing pieces and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When, yes. those, when those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. 
Uh, we didn't legend. either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, that's we didn't the realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my god! You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young were kids and, and so self-involved, egomaniacs, yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them, and, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Ah, we're back. Um, so Freedom tries to convince Tommy that Rush isn't lying about his time travel. Tommy's the hero of this story. Um, um, also, like, Rush. Just say magic. Oh boy, yeah. there's something else going on here. Yeah, I oh love boy. that he's he's now like he's he is in the text of his book, <laughs> sweatily defending the time travel mechanism like, that he's written into it. Mm. Also, Rush, just have this substitute teacher be an inventor who made like yeah. he can he can also have a talking horse sidekick. Yes. Why is the horse have to be Why the does time the horse machine? Have to do it? Make That's a time just machine. sweaty and stupid. And it causes all of these questions that could be answered by saying, I built a time machine. And I I made my horse smart because you know what? If you establish that this character is an inventor who's built a time machine, I'll believe that he has a talking horse that he scienced to. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, That is not going to be my problem with your work if you do it that way. That wouldn't be complicated enough. (laughs) He was struck by lightning. And so he can only travel through American history. (laughs) But he also just traveled to Holland. So again, does it just mean that like, where is the line go there right right, right. because the people who were in holland some of them later went to the northeast but none of them ever lived in the united states but it was like american pre Mm -hmm. but does that mean that like you could go back to ancient rome because the founding fathers based a lot of our republic on the way the romans did things like well does that mean you go back to africa right you know (laughs) yeah could you travel back to when like the portuguese first started exploiting slaves from africa because that's as much a part of the history of this country as the landing on Plymouth. Um, mm-hmm. 
Not explained by Rush Limbaugh, but boy, right, he like, does he go to like Chris, like the birthplace of Christopher Columbus and just like hang out there. Like, yeah, is he uh, going like, to like Genoa? Still, yeah, still that is all. This it. is all part of American history. Is he, for example, going back further than the 1600s to like you know indigenous like to Cahokia, right? Mm-hmm. In like yeah. modern day like Missouri Illinois area and like. Talking, no, I'm guessing he's not. Um, I mean, you probably like, can you go to like fucking Greece because you talk about democracy? Like, right, how, yeah. Like, are how, you are, are you, you going to China because they invented gunpowder and right, that played a crucial yeah, role like, in the colonization right, of North America? Right. <laughs> um, uh, none of this will be answered. I'm well, guessing. that's all decided by the horse. But, so. <laughs> so Tommy and Freedom and Rush continue their argument. Hey, I might be crazy, but I'm not that crazy, okay? Tommy said. He got up from his desk and started pacing the floor. He tore, took off his baseball cap and combed his fingers through his blonde hair. He sighed. I have to think about this for a minute. We probably shouldn't show them the other thing I can do, should we? I mean, he seems a little freaked out right now, Liberty said. No, I said firmly. I took a deep breath. I need to finish our story. I believe the lightning <laughs> created the time portal that brought Liberty to the modern day. Oh, my God. Oh, this is um, bad. This Tommy is bad. put his also, baseball... <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. going on this arguing is, about the lightning. This is like, again, just say magic and we're done. Just say magic and like, we're good. Magic, science, it's fine. This. But yeah. also, like... He hasn't taught me anything yet. Very fancy academy. That kid cannot wear a baseball cap inside no no he's wearing some insufferable uniform yes exactly Um, and again probably not horses allowed inside either but we'll let it slide also like it's a talking horse yeah it it it, it is a talking motherfucking mr ed that's the one that talked Uh, right yes it is okay it's one of the two famous horses that can talk and the other is Uh, no the other one is uh liberty Liberty. Oh, sure. Rush Limbaugh's Adventures. <laughs> Rush How foolish um, of me to forget. God, yes. he, yeah, keeps, he keeps, this is now like two pages of arguing with this child Look, about the lightning bolt that hit his horse. He can't handle not arguing, I think. It's Don't amazing. bullshit you can't explain in a room full of inquisitive <laughs> children. Like, Tommy put his also, baseball cap back on and said, okay, okay, maybe it is possible. I mean, I don't think the lightning hit him directly. Technically, a direct hit would have killed him. But I guess there's a possibility that several bolts could have simultaneously What is, what is How? Where is that possibility? Causing an electrostatic prism and maybe the positive and negative charge carriers combined with the acoustic shock waves created some kind of time hole that sent Liberty What is this future. conversation they're having? <laughs> what is what, this happening? This, this is a history adventure book this isn't even like it's because it's not even like he figured it out and he's like like an explanation for it it's just like the character guessing yeah in complicated ways wow and we're just we're now explaining how like liberty when they came for the future met rush and like how shocking the world was this is my point Uh, why would you start the fucking book in the past with his magic horse and then yeah. do this like whole sequence like show him meeting the horse yeah it's show, like no, just we're, do the i we're not going to do that i know um yeah we're know, we're absolutely not going to do that we have an illustration on this next page it, it again this is all just liberty explaining how they met um boy there doesn't <sighs> seem to be any explanation for this at all there's just a picture of him holding an, a modern-day <laughs> iced tea can face. with an American flag that says, to if by tea underneath it. I don't know why that was put in here. Uh, wait, wait, what's happening on the page opposite from it? it, it like, he's talking... Liberty, he and Liberty are talking about fucking uh, how... 
about he Bucky. met his nice. fucking horse right how his horse so, came through time <laughs> what and they page met. are we on right now in the book 45 my god <laughs> my god if i bought this you bought this book so to teach we, your children something, presumably. And so yeah. far, it's just been nonsense. Yeah, so, electromagnetic so, so far, we have learned that the Puritans were just a bunch of nice people who wanted religious freedom as opposed to religious extremists. And they wore something extremists. different than what yeah. Rush thought. Uh, and we have had, had spent pages talking about how lightning strikes could conceivably give a horse the ability <laughs> to time travel. <laughs> that is that is the primary fact dump we've gotten also, so far. Really in this. lacks uh, dress code at this academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, now they're talking about when football happened because Tommy's a football player, even though he knows a lot about lightning. That's a boy. This is just this is just ridiculous. We don't need we don't need no, this. No, and like I, when does the history start? That's a great question. Oh, good. So Tommy gets on the horse. Now we've got a picture of Tommy riding back in time on the horse. So I'm going to guess that's uh-huh. what happens in the pages I've skipped. He's sitting on like the back Russia's of Rush head Revere's horse as they go and through the time hole. In per- yeah. relation to the other. Yeah, so they are trying to land undetected on the Mayflower. The time mm. portal opened just as it did moments earlier. Wait, what did he do it's- with all the other kids? Are I they think just he leaves them unattended? Uh-huh, <laughs> Look, cool. Katie, you're going to have some open questions about this because I am not going through every fucking page of this stupid yeah, goddamn book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the, the, the picture doesn't explain, therefore I cannot tell you. <laughs> yeah, I am, we're not going to be hitting every plot point here. <laughs> the time portal opened just as it did moments earlier. As clearly as possible, I pronounced each word. September 6th, 1620, Plymouth, England, the launching of the Mayflower. I had found that, give it, that giving the exact date location and name of the historical event event helped liberty get us to where we needed of course like yeah, you don't need to directions. explain that i understand why you would do that in a t- anyway <laughs> the sensation of jumping through time was always the same the rush of air sent goosebumps over my body the hair on my arms stood on end and for a second it feels like it does when you're swinging backwards on us yada 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 um okay so there's like an uh, orgasm he yeah really could it have does a, it does sound like he's coming <laughs> like bit. he should have just like never um, use the word rush unless you're referring to your character yeah, yeah. uh yeah. so they they have liberty go into stealth mode and pretend not to be a talking horse so they can sneak on mm, mm-hmm. the uh the the mayflower which is easy because some of the pilgrims had second thoughts um, one of the pilgrims, he's William Bradford, who he met in Holland, remembers him and says, Rush Revere, it does my heart good to see you again. Yeah, and is this the person you were waiting for in Holland? He smiled affectionately while straightening Tommy's brown leather hat. Yes, this is Tommy, I said as I put my arm around Tommy's shoulder. His parents are gone, so I'll be caring for him on this voyage. It's a pleasure to meet you, Tommy, Bradford said as he reached out his hand to Tommy, who shook it. William turned back to me and said, let's talk some more after the ship set sail. The captain is very eager to leave. Da, 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 da. Okay. Boring. So yeah, boring. We get I know some, you don't have an answer. We get some public domain. Wearing. We get like four pages of public domain photos of the fucking Mayflower, like Hell drawings yeah. of it and shit. Wait, um, Kate, what was your question about Tommy? I mean, we're not going to have an answer for it, but is Tommy no. just wearing 2013? No, no, no. He's, he's dressed. Got a leather cap on. Right? They gave. They gave him. They found clothes for him. I'm going to replace his baseball look, hat. I am. I am going cap, to yeah. fill in a blank here and say Rush Revere traveled forward in time, found a pilgrim child separated from his family, cut his throat with a straight um, razor, and took the clothing from it him. It makes sense. Yeah, it's a little little bit of a. This is also an Assassin's Creed. Uh, ah, so. <laughs> 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 it's like. 
half of the chapters are like really boring, but about aliens and stuff. Like, like, um, just Rush Limbaugh in his hoodie running around. Speaking of, by like, the way, speaking of fiction stories that did not need to explain things as much as they wound up doing, Assassin's Creed oh my made God. the same mistake as the Rush Revere novels. Nobody needed any just of that. Like, we don't need that section at all. People just, just want to murder folks in different time periods. Yeah. You don't need to do a whole thing. Like, that's not necessary. I wasn't confused. I didn't mm-hmm. have questions. It's like if the Grand Theft Auto series, like, added a very sweaty, like, whole fucking series of missions about how you're, like, a time-traveling, super-powered person, and that's mm-hmm. why you never die in the car right. accidents. It's like, it's like, yeah, we don't, we don't need that. None of that's necessary. That's not why I'm here. Yeah. Not here um, for the lore, sorry. Yeah, not, not here for the lore. Um, okay. So... Puritans, boy, just a, a lot more Puritans traveling on a boat. Um, with most of this is not history. It appears to be like them encountering random people, and like there's like three pages where Tommy meets a pilgrim kid who has a puppy, and they talk about uh, puppies. They talk about how uncomfortable boats are, which I, I don't. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, this is this is a shit book, guys. This is a real it shit book. It seems really bad. Um, like not like as a history book and as an adventure book. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. like it's just like as it as it like a children's book. I mean, like, does yeah. he ever what is he what are what am I supposed to learn from this? <laughs> like what am I supposed uh, to be being taught? You're not supposed to learn anything from this. And well. look, I'm not going to keep digging through this, but there is one thing I wanted to hit um that I read when I was reading Rush. reviews of this. <laughs> no, it's kind of about some of the weird politics. Um and so I think we'll close on that. But I would be doing I would be doing a disservice if I didn't like bring it up. Um, yeah. yeah, uh, here we go. Oh boy. Um, ah, this, this is a different review than the one I've read, but I have to read it. This is from a review that some like homeschooling mom wrote. I think reading the series has given us a nice break from traditional schooling. My kids automatically oh, preferred no. it over textbooks or looking at encyclopedias. They were drawn into the story of Rush Revere at the middle school. He teaches and his students. They liked that there was time travel involved. Um, yeah, although she says she she had a hard time getting into the series. When it came to the history in the books, the narrative, narrative did tend to get a bit bookish. On one hand, we got to know many of the real characters that shaped America, yada yada. On the other hand, the series the characters would sometimes seem to go on a rant, spending a good time amount of time explaining historical events and facts a bit unnaturally through chunks of dialogue. That's because all of the bits where he's explaining history read like fucking uh, uh, like Wikipedia pages that were just like copied and So she doesn't out. like the part where you're you're teaching your children something. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think because it's bad writing. Like, yeah, I'll give her yeah. that. It's yeah, it's not. It's it is bad. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like I she agree. wasn't interested in like learning that much. Yeah. Uh, but and it's poorly written. Yeah. And it's it's a it's bad. It's a bad book series. Um. But yeah, so like one of the there there's a because it's Rush Limbaugh. There's like a weird bit of uh, anti collectivist shit in here. I'm going to read from that Chicago Tribune article anyway. Uh, or again, Limbaugh, like other conservatives, seizes upon the Pilgrim story as an example that of the terrible things that can happen when people pool their resources in a collectivist manner. Oh the God. author seems particularly offended by the idea of a common house at Plymouth. To him, the Pilgrim suffered, suffered from the evils of communism and survived only by belatedly injecting individualism and free enterprise into their settlement. And like the basis of this is that they used to have, the Pilgrims had common 
common ownership of like food and and fields and stuff when they came and eventually like decided to give families their own land and that caused people to produce more corn or something. I think this is all bits of history that that people take out and politicize. But yeah, so he's 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 there's definitely pieces of this that he takes out for his lesson, but I think most of this is basically him writing this weird sweaty sci-fi story about a middle school teacher and occasionally like cribbing and rewriting chunks of Wikipedia pages and like throwing them into the mouths of historical figures like William Bradford to info dump about the most boring aspects of history. Um, anyway, that's, that's, that's the book. It's this that's like sweaty it. mix of propaganda and horse lightning debates. Um, I mean, I'm thrilled that you invited us to, to participate yeah. in this. D- I mean, did you all learn something? I learned I about liberty and freedom. I learned about liberty uh, well, and not freedom. the concepts, just the, uh, the horse the, and the, the student. The people yeah. that, yeah, the, the, the characters. Um, yeah. Uh, I Tommy learned. rules. I hope he doesn't change his yeah. mind and think. Uh, sorry. I don't I think, think he, he does, Cody. Sorry. Because Tommy, Tommy is the one who provided us with our our scientific explanation right. for the time travel that we absolutely needed. Yeah. Otherwise, um, where would we be right now? Yeah. Otherwise, where would we be right now? Well, you know where we are right now is at the point in the episode where y'all plug your motherfucking pluggables. Hell yeah. <laughs> we got stuff to plug. Um, check out our YouTube channel. Some yeah, more news. Do that. We got Check a three-hour episode about Jordan Peterson. Sure do. They do. You do have a three-hour episode about Jordan Peterson. Um, so check that out. Go spend three hours with Jordan Peterson, just like those doctors in Russia who... Uh-huh. Who spent days and days and days with him. Many days with him while he was unconscious. after they weren't allowed to do that going, in America. Going cold turkey on benzos. And, and he's he fine now. He's fine me. now. He's made, great. He doesn't... If you, take, if you look at a picture of him from 2017 and a picture of him from this year, it doesn't look like he's lost 70 pounds and also his <laughs> mind. And like he, nine, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't look like he's aged 25 years yeah, in the last three. It doesn't look at all like he picked up the wrong grail. Yeah. yeah. There's there's nothing unsettling about his tendency to periodically cry at random moments. It's fine. He's doing very fine. We have other episodes too, um, to be clear. But uh But that is one of them. Anyway, thanks. Yeah, Thanks. Check us out online. <laughs> I, Thanks all. I love you all like Rush Revere loves his horse. <laughs> Liberty. You, you, you or freedom. Say, you Whichever one the isn't sentence. the girl. <laughs> his lightning horse. Is, yeah, is lightning <sighs> shockwave powered a God. horse. I mean, there's no... It, it nothing, merely there's, opened up a portal with its there, lightning. There, there's only one line I can responsibly end on, which I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> I continue to be glad he's dead. <laughs> If it weren't for everything else, he would deserve to die for writing this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And book two and three and four and five. And all of the, like, seven or five, however many, there's too many of them. God damn it, um, Robert. Sometimes you really surprise me and I don't know what you're going to say, and it gives me just the most joy and genuine reaction. Oh, beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. Look, I'm, I'm glad he's dead, and I'll go ahead and say it. You know, hunt down the illustrator from this book. Figure out who did the jib jab yeah. and, and yeah, take yeah. him down. Yeah, take find down. jib or jab. Not sure which one, but it's one of them. Oh God! All right, okay. we're done. We're done. Bye. Bye. Behind the Bastards is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or 
Check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you. <laughs> Amazing. In some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.